everybody, and welcome back to episode three of Pro Reads. I'm here with Jaden, per usual. Hey, it's me, Jaden, and we're back for episode three. I'm excited to be here. And it is a little bit of a dry period, NFL speaking, but we're still going to have ideas. Still going to keep you guys entertained. We got some good topics today, don't we? Indeed. Topic number one, Cam Newton. Some love him, some hate him. We're going to talk about him a little bit. Top landing spots. Is he still deserving of a starting job? Talk about 2015 Cam a little bit because that was, we'll compare him to 2018 Mahomes, 2019 Lamar. Um, we could talk about his shoulder surgery, obviously a big surgery. And yeah, just his Patriot season in general, basically an analysis, evaluation of it. So I'll start by asking you, where do you think like he's going to go if he's going to go somewhere? And do you think he's going to start? Because like, I feel like Cam's attitude, he doesn't want to be a backup, and he's not going to go somewhere to be a backup. So do you think he's going to go somewhere to be a backup or starter or stay in New England? What are your thoughts? I don't think he's going to stay in New England. I think he should, but I don't think they're going to take him back. I think he ends up in Washington. He's got his old coach, who he went to the Super Bowl with, who he trusted. They both kind of got fired around the same time. Mm-hmm. And I think he really likes Ron Rivera. I think he'll have a better line, better weapons. Yeah, Terry McLaurin's a lot better than Jacoby Myers. Yeah, he'll have a lot, a much better situation. And I think if they get him, I think Washington's going to get a wide receiver too mm-hmm. uh, in free agency or in the draft. So I think Washington would definitely be the best fit for him. So I would like to see him go there too and reunite with Ron. I think he'll be happy there. Definitely. I mean, I, I honestly, Belichick has praised him like all year, and it's been really weird. So I can, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if he stayed and we focused more on signing like a weapon like Marvin Jones or something, and maybe even drafting someone like Kyle Pitts if he's available at pick fifteen. I would, I would not mind that at all personally, being a Patriots fan. Because you know, I think it was hard for Cam Newton. Obviously, we look at him week one and week two this year. Pre-COVID, when he had Julian Edelman, who was technically like his wide receiver, yeah, one. his wide receiver one, his go-to guy. And although it's not like elite, like some teams have, like usually most teams have that elite guy, like Devonte Adams, Tyree Kill. It's not one of those guys, but in his eyes, that's his guy. We saw. I know. I know Seattle is a terrible secondary, but we saw what he did in week two, four hundred yards. He was doing great on the ground, and then. COVID hits, and he was talking about it on, like, a podcast, Brandon Marshall, that, like, you're not really yourself for, like, a month because it messes up with your breathing, messes with you physically, mentally. He said he was having a lot of hard time, like, even pre-snap. He was just questioning himself. That's tough. So I think with a preseason, hopefully, there should definitely be one this year, COVID Mm -hmm. going down, hopefully. Um, I think that he'd be fine in New England, but I don't know how much New England really wants him still. It's their choice, what route they want to take. I wouldn't mind if they drafted a rookie. But, yeah, I think I think he's deserving of a starting job somewhere, but it's just he's got to find that place. So let's talk about 2015 camp for a little yeah. bit. Uh-huh. Um, I got his stats right here. Obviously, he won the MVP that year. Um, just a phenomenal season, 15-1 and record. Um, so let's see here. Fifty nine point eight percent completion percentage, three thousand eight hundred thirty seven yards, thirty five touchdowns, ten interceptions. That brother was good. 
He, he he didn't have too much too. I mean, if you look at it, he he didn't have a star-studded wide receiver core. He had Greg Olson, who's that was prime Greg Olson. Did he have Steve Smith that year? I don't know. I have no idea. Personally. I forget. Even if if he did, that helps a lot. But yeah, he, Greg Olson was his guy, though. I remember that. Yeah, I mean, he he, he his deep ball was probably the best and one of the best in the league yeah. at that point. Which I mean, if you tell someone who watched him last year, you'd be like, "What the heck? That's not true." Exactly. Yeah, he he didn't have Steve Smith. He was on the Ravens at that point, at towards the end of his career. But he'd had him before. Steve Smith, great receiver. But um, I think that. He was in, he was insane. Everyone thought they were gonna win the Super Bowl too. Yeah, I mean the that Broncos defense was absurd, was but unreal. Everyone thought they were gonna win, and I just think that he that's one of the best MVP seasons from a quarterback. I mean, you look at it now, Lamar, Mahomes, they've had great seasons, but Cam was unbelievable. Uh yeah, I honestly, I don't know. It's like. You could really, really debate 2015 Cam having a better season than both of them, but it could go both ways. Um, obviously, I think Pat Mahomes as a quarterback already is like better than Pat, uh, than Cam Newton ever was. But just I'm talking about single seasons. Like 2015 Cam was just something else. Like his creativity too, like his ability to do anything he wanted with the ball. Like he would just escape the pocket so easily. Like we look at like it's crazy. Like he was doing flips into the end zone. Like he was just having fun. Like, he was literally just having fun playing, like, football like it was backyard football. I loved watching Cam Newton play. And when he first, when we first got him on the Pats, you obviously have that in the back of your mind. You know, being a Patriots fan at first, you were like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, 2015 Cam's coming here. But then this leads into the next topic. Shoulder, shoulder, shoulder surgery. Um, that mess with him. So, obviously, Carolina cuts him because he, he couldn't stay healthy. He had a lot of minor injuries. But obviously the major injury was the shoulder injury. That messed with him. We could easily tell this year he was throwing really weird. He had a completely different motion. He was, like, skipping his receivers, underthrowing them. Balls were going into the ground. Sometimes he'd overthrow them completely. He just had a weird motion that was inconsistent. And I think a major, major, major part of that was that surgery. Mess was messed with him a lot, and he had to throw a lot with his elbow. So... Yeah, he. Yeah, I mean, there were some throw. I mean, he had some good throws though. Yeah, Tech- really, really good throws. But like the one sometimes, was- sometimes this brother would just look like he was spiking it when he would throw. I mean, it was some cases it was really bad. That's the thing. But, His consistency was bad. Yeah, because some some like drives he would look like twenty fifteen cam. At, and yeah, like twenty fifteen cam. I think the big thing is you could tell McDaniel's didn't trust him to make plays. And I think towards the end of the season, I mean, I think the Jets game at the end of the season, they were just like, you, "This is probably your last game. You can and just kind of do whatever." Yeah, and I think he had to if for him to want Easily. to try and play. But Easily. I think he was <laughs> – McDaniels would just want him to kind of go out there and run and do short passes. And he would yeah. sometimes throw it deep and it would be, like, terrible or it would be a really good throw. Nice. So like The one at the mirror bird against Texans. Yeah. Nice. So he was either really good on or really bad throwing, and that's the yeah. only way to describe it, really. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, I think his attitude, too has helped him throughout his career. He just has a dog mentality. He always, like, he knows that he, like, he's, you, you heard him say it. He was like, there are not 32 guys better than me. That's what he truly thinks, and he's going to keep working until he really doesn't think that that's true. I feel like he thinks his time's not done yet, and I kind of agree. I also want to see him somewhere, so. 
Yeah, he's a fun guy. He just wants to have fun. So I think he'll he can play somewhere. I think he'll he has probably two seasons max as a starter if he plays well and then I don't I don't see him being a backup. I think he'll just retire. I don't think he wants to back up. Yeah. So I think he's got a few more years in him, hopefully good years. He's an entertaining guy to watch. Definitely. That's all you can really hope for. Definitely. So we'll shift into topic number two. We're playing another game this week. This is gonna be overrated, underrated. So basically, I got a list of ten things, people. Jaden has a list of ten things or people, and we're just gonna buzz through them, each of us, and it's like a little speed round, and you just say overrated or underrated. So I asked Jaden ten things, he asked me ten things. So I'll ask you first. Does that work? Works fine. All right, sounds good. Ready? Yeah, always. Michael Thomas. Overrated. Lamar Jackson. Underrated. Rob Gronkowski. Finally rated. Xavier Howard. Finally rated after after the season. Zach Taylor, coach. Uh, normal. Just not a good coach, in my opinion. Tua Tagovailoa. He too much hate, so I think underrated right now. But it depends on next season. Odell Beckham Jr.'s one-handed catch, like the big one. Um, uh, I, it's probably one of the best catches of all time, so underrated probably, yeah. J.C. Jackson. Overrated. Agreed. D.K. Metcalf. Overrated. The 28-3 to Patriots come back in the Super Bowl. Normally rated. I think people are like, yeah, that's absurd. Mm, that's all 10. So, yeah, that's that's – I honestly agree with most of those, almost most of those. I agree with the Michael Thomas. I agree with the Lamar, Xavier Howard, too. I think, yeah, I also agree. OBJ's one-handed catch, I don't care how many people talk about it. I think it was the best catch ever, in my opinion. It was three fingers, like, and he was getting, like, like the P.I. was brutal. But, yeah, so I guess it's my turn now, So or your turn to ask yeah, me. Yeah, I have a few of the same ones, so. Oh, yeah. I'm switching, like, two. Right oh, now. yeah. J.C. Jackson's, like, my second one. We probably, yeah, probably so. do. Probably should have talked about that before, but no, we couldn't have done that because, you know, we would have given each other our list, and we want to be surprised, you know? Want to make it an authentic game. Uh, Okay. We're good. All right. Pete Carroll. Overrated. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Properly rated. Mike Tomlin. Underrated. Josh McDaniels. Overrated. C.D. Lamb. Properly rated. Allen Robinson. Underrated. Dak Prescott. Underrated. Jalen Ramsey. Underrated. Still, people, yeah, underrated. The helmet catch in the Super Bowl. Underrated. It's underrated? Yeah. I think it's overrated. I think it's underrated. I really do. We'll put, well, that's just in my eyes as a Patriots fan. I think everyone else would say it's overrated. I think it's people people overreact. I think it's only because it crushed me more. That's why I'm saying underrated. <laughs> but honestly, yeah, from like a perspective of like watching the game, overrated because people talk about it a lot. So I guess overrated, yeah. And then the last one, Tyron Matthew. Properly rated. Okay. Yeah. I had a lot of properly rated, I feel like, yeah. but... I thought you were going to say overrated for Ramsey. No, because here's the thing. I would have said that a year ago from today, but I feel like people going into this year, after Gilmore had that crazy like year, 
like people were saying that Ramsey fell off and stuff, and people were saying that he weren't as good, and people were starting to debate that Marlon Humphrey was better or as good, Tredavious White. People said Gilmore was way better, and I was one of those people that said Gilmore was way better, but not way better, just better. But I think he's after a, he's this absurd. year, he's like I mean, <laughs> he has to be the best. But I think I think he's. Cra- I mean, he just has a combination that, and I still think yeah. I still think he's underrated because people yeah. don't talk about that. I mean, he's he's that he's good. He's re- I think he's the best corner right now. He's really good, and he. I mean, everyone's like, oh, he just talks a lot. He's over it. He talks. That's his person. Would, that's would, his personality. Would, would, I'd be screaming overrated like a year ago, <laughs> like screaming overrated, but like. It's because he was overrated, I think, and now, now I don't think he is. So. I want to talk about McDaniel's because that's your yeah. boy. You always talk. You, you always talk about him. So what? What? what I forget. Did you say? Did you say overrated? I, I think you said overrated. overrated. Why do you think so? I said overrated because Brady was in the system for twenty years, and they worked really well together. And the mm-hmm. reason why I said overrated is because I saw what Brady did this year. He went to a new system and still balled. And then I saw what he did with Cam. I saw what Mc, with, I saw what McDaniel's did with Cam this year, and I know it was new for both of them. Brady obviously had a better situation going into it than McDaniel's. McDaniel's had a hard, he had a worse team, but obviously Brady did better. Um, but the thing with McDaniel's is just like, I think he's one of the top offensive coordinators in the league, but I still think he's overrated, mm-hmm. just because I think Belichick plays more of a role than people think, but. You know, he's still great. So he's had it was a tough year for everyone in that organization. Honestly, (laughs) I love that you said Tomlin was underrated. I mean, people are like talking about him after the season. Oh, the Steelers were bad. I mean, he's coached for so I don't know how many years. He's coached for a long time. He won a Super Bowl. I think he won two, two, maybe one. He won at least one. One or two, yeah. And he has not had a season where he's been under five hundred. That's I. That's like people don't know how hard that is. And he's. I'm gonna look it up right now. He. I'm. How long, he's been a coach for. Two thousand since two thousand six. He's won. He's won one Super Bowl, and from two. He's coached from two thousand seven. Four. He's coached fourteen years, and his team has never been below eight and eight. He's had yeah, two eight and eight crazy. seasons. Most of his seasons, his team gets into double digit wins. Yeah, that's why I said underrated. Like, and people don't realize how difficult that is. Yeah, I. I mean, for me, you asked me Pete Carroll, and I said overrated. Because, in my opinion, the two best coaches right now, or three best coaches right now in the NFL, are Bill Belichick, in no specific order technically, but Bill Belichick's the one for me. Mm -hmm. But the two and three, I guess, could be flipped. For me, are Mike Tomlin and Andy Reid. But that's just me. Mm -hmm. Because I know how smart they are. And I don't think Pete Carroll's like a top five anymore. I think he's becoming worse of a coach. But I like I saw a tweet the other day. I forget who it was from, but the guy said I would fire Pete Carroll before I traded Russ. And Completely I would agree. I would do the same exact thing. Yeah. I think Pete Carroll. He's he's just gotten flat. I think the league's out outdone him. And it happened with the Dolphins' offensive coordinator. You probably, I mean, people probably don't know about this. Me and my dad talk about it all the time. Chan Gailey. He invent. He's been around for a long time, and he he invented most of the off offenses now. The schemes now, but when you invent those schemes back then, and the league catches up to you, and you have these younger guys doing crazy schemes, different plays, 
the league catches up to you, and you're just kind of like, shoot, I don't know what to do. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what's happened to Pete Carroll. He was really innovative, mm-hmm. but I think the league just kind of caught up to him at this point. I mean, he'll always get guys motivated. He's going to be that great player motivator. That'll never go away. I think he's second or third oldest coach in the league. It, mm-hmm. It's him. Well, Cornell. Yeah, we was all the, the old ones. Cornell right was the oldest, but he's not there yeah. anymore because the Texans got a new coach. So it's either Belichick or Carroll yeah, is the oldest. Yeah, they're both old. They're both one and two. I don't know which order. But Carroll's always fired up on the sidelines, and he's a player motivator. But I think from a, like, playing, like, play-calling standpoint, he's kind of out-aged. Yeah. The, he's kind of out-aged, the NFL. Yeah, I, I, I would not be shocked if he retired soon, like, very soon. Mm-hmm. I don't think he wants to, but he should. And I, I, especially if he loses Russell Wilson, I think Seahawks go through a rebuild, and they get rid of him, too. So... I, I like that. I also liked when you said um, Allen Robinson was underrated. I think he's a top ten receiver. He's he like doesn't Allen. he does, he doesn't drop the ball. It's kind of like it's under. He doesn't drop it. So he he go, catches almost everything that's thrown to him. And he's had poop for quarterbacks. Like terrible. He's had what Foles, Trubisky. Who do you have? Who do you have in Jacksonville? Was it was it Blake Bortles? I mean, yeah, no. his quarterbacks have been Trash. terrible. And he's put up like thousand yard seasons casually. Yeah, he's he's very very good. He's a big reason why they almost went to the Super Bowl that one year. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> I mean, he's only he's had a thousand yard. He had that year they almost went to the Super Bowl. He had fourteen thousand fourteen hundred receiving yards. He led the league in touchdowns that year. They yeah. what the Patriots beat him by ten or something, and they were winning at half. So, I mean, it's crazy how the Jaguars just went terrible, and then. And then on the Bears, he's had Trubisky, who's terrible, and full. He had Trubisky and Foles combined this year. So that brother has had no help. He's had nothing to work with, and he's been good. And now we're going to transition into the topic of we're going to be rating draft classes after the season, said and done. And do you have the in front of you? I'm just going to list a random one and off the top of your head. Mm Mm-hmm. You give the grade, and I'm going to tell if I disagree or agree. So, first off is the Dallas Cowboys. Hmm. So, what are we looking at? C.D. Lamb. Who else we got? C.D. Because I got the top five in front of me, and they are not in the top five. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, (laughs) C.D. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, Trayvon Diggs. The dude Mm, that got... They do. They got burned by Travis yeah. Fulgham. Yeah. 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 I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I I just give him a C. Yeah, it's pretty average. Like just an app. They had C. They had C. D. Lamb, Trayvon Diggs. They had Gallimore, who was a defensive tackle. He was all right. Danucci. Ben Danucci. <laughs> he was their seventh round pick. He was not that good. So I mean, you look at them and you're just like, yeah, that wasn't very good. Um, but they're, they, I think their future will be fine. I think they have CD lamb, which means they can get rid of some of their receivers if they want to. Yeah. They have a great wide receiver core. Amari Cooper's tough. And next one is the Los Angeles chargers. I, I like it. They have Herbert, Kenneth Murray, the linebacker who is pretty good. And I Joshua like Kelly. I like it. I'd give them a minus B plus. I give them a B plus. I like it a lot. I'm very close to giving them an A minus. Herbert was unbelievable. Herbert, I think it was the Herbert best, himself could could get. I that. think it was the best rookie season by. Uh, oh yeah. Quarterback. Of all oh time. yeah. 
That's why, I mean, yeah, like, I love Jay Jettas, but Herbert kind of deserved that, I feel like. I, I, you know me, bro. I would I, I, I would. I love Jay Jettas, but you can't, I feel like you can't not give it Herbert at that point. Yeah, because it, it I mean, there's such good arguments for both sides, yeah. so you can't really, yeah. you can't really say yes or no. Mm-hmm. And next one is the Colts draft class. And I think this one is nasty. This is an A plus just because they didn't have a first round pick, and they still were able to get. They were able to get Michael, Michael Pittman, Pittman, Jonathan Taylor, and Julian Julian Blackman, who was very Tough. good. And Tough. they didn't have a first round pick. They also got Jacob Eason, who's going to be the backup this year. Mm-hmm. Who I think, honestly, if you have a young backup, there's nothing wrong with that. And Wentz is injury prone, so he might get in. You never know. I would give them an A, honestly. They're, they were very good. I think that it was underrated what they did. Yeah, so Michael Pittman Jr. This is from, so PFF. This is from PFF, not my words. Obviously going to cite them. Can't get the plagiarism. So Michael Pittman Jr. did some damage on horizontal routes for Indy this season, ranking first in the NFL for yards per target with 11.8. Yeah, That's he tough. was good. He That's got a tough. lot of time, too, with injuries to Hilton. 916 snaps. That's a lot. And that's good. And I think he will be good. He obviously kind of has he's been in the news lately for not yeah, I'm gonna give that. I'm going to give that like a... I'm giving a, it an A. I'm giving it an A-. minus. I, I know think, they didn't have a first-round pick, but I'm I think it's like an a-. particularly really good because they didn't have a first-round pick. Yeah, I, I totally understand with that, yeah. All right, next is the, the um, Pittsburgh Steelers. How do you think about the Pittsburgh Steelers? <laughs> so Claypool, right? That's kind of it. They traded their first round pick for Minka from the Dol- for the Dolphins. They, I mean, there's not really much to say about it. They had it's pretty, uh, it's pretty bad besides Claypool, right? They didn't really. They I drafted really, Alex Highsmith, who I haven't really, heard of any rookie on them besides. And Claypool, Claypool was okay. He yeah, was, he was fine. He was meh. He got overrated in like the middle of the year when he had, had that crazy game. He had four touchdowns, which is absurd. All the no damn fans were like, <laughs> so I think that's just D. Yeah, I'm gonna give him a D. Honestly, D plus. D plus, nothing special. D plus for the for the Claypool pick. I'm nothing, nothing that. special. The next one up is the Los Angeles Rams, who also didn't have a first round pick, but you know Sean McVay, he always gets to it in the draft, no matter. This brother could not have a first and second round pick, and he'd somehow get some dude who is very good. It just, he always figures it out. I'm, I'm going to give the Rams like a B. I'm going to give them a B plus because, because yeah, Akers is their future. Akers, yeah, Akers is nice, Akers bro. is their future. They got Van Jefferson, who's a solid receiver. We talked about him. And I think the steal was Jordan Fuller, safety at 199. Nah. He's very good. I would honestly give them B plus probably just because they always figure it out somehow. They don't never have first round picks and they always figure out how to get good players. And I don't know if it's just McVeigh being McVeigh or the GM less need, but they always somehow manage to figure it out. Mm-hmm. The next one is the your New England Patriots. Um, I'm gonna give it a B. Um, because how crazy it was, honestly. You pick a D2, like, D3 player or whatever, and people think, in, the like, the second round, and people think, like, what the heck? What are we doing? And he didn't play all year, but when he did play, throughout the year, um, us Patriots fans know, 
he cracked dudes. He hit so hard. Like, I could see him being, like, a really, really hard-hitting. Like, he's like a linebacker, kind of like we saw where he lined up. Like, he would play safety, and he'd be solid in pass coveraging, but he'd also, like, play linebacker a ton. So he's one of those, like, hybrid safety linebackers who just kills people, and I love to see that. He started playing really good towards the end of the year. So he has a great future. Michael Nwenu, obviously, um, was one of the best tackles. Tristan Wirfs, obviously the best. But Michael Nwenu was up there with Jedrick Wills and all that. But I really liked it. Josh Uche, too, and Fernie Jennings all got serious playing time because Jawan Bentley went down with an injury. Um, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I think the only problem is that they, uh, they had a lot of – players that who will be good but weren't good this year so i think that's why you bring them down but you could look at guys in the future and be like these this was a really good because yeah, next year uche and infernia jennings are starting and they got playing time this year and we're also, good, so i'm happy for that yeah i think the thing that brings them down is they drafted two tight ends who didn't play and weren't that good i think yeah that, aussie aussie was like injured all and year. keen was just terrible so i think that bring that brings them down but I mean, they never have. They haven't had a good tight end since Gronk. Could they have Matt Lacoste? I know he opted out. He he wasn't that well, good. Yeah, Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I mean, I meant after crazy. Gronk retired. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But it's only been like two, three years. And next up, we have the Los Angeles. Not Los Angeles. The Kansas City Chiefs. I don't know why I said Los. I Angeles. think they're one of the best in the league. Honestly, I'm gonna For give draft it a, class. Really? Yeah, yes. I mean, Clyde. Clyde was good. He was injured. Yes. And then they have they had Willie Gay, the linebacker, who was good. P- PFF ranks Kansas City Chiefs as the third best draft class in the league because of Clyde, Willie Gay Jr. Legere Sneed is very good. I love Legere Sneed. He got a 73.9 grade, which I, is really good. I've been talking about him every time the Chiefs. I'm like, I always make fun of the Chiefs' cornerbacks because their na- their names are Chevarius and Legereus. <laughs> but... I think Legarius Sneed will be really good in the future. He had a few injury problems, but I think he'll be yeah, good. Yeah, Clyde is good too. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get because of like how well they did coming off of a Super Bowl. Too, you know what yeah. I mean? Because they're coming off like a Super Bowl win. They obviously don't have a high pick. I'm giving it like an A minus. I was thinking A minus. Really good round there. I liked it. Next up, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm giving them an A plus. I'm giving them an A plus 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 plus. It was nasty, dude. Because Wirfs Wer- is Tristan Wirfs, like we talked about it last episode, mm-hmm. is it's something we've never seen before in an offensive lineman for a rookie. So we don't even have to talk about that. <laughs> and then Antoine Winfield, man. Antoine Winfield was good. They got Tyler Johnson, who is a kick returner. He, he had that a, nasty catch. Yeah, <laughs> Keyshawn Vaughn, who we were t- we were talking about before the show. He 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 was okay. I think he could be. He, was he great got in college. cracked by Eddie Jackson. He was great in college. I think he has a bright future because they're gonna le- go away from Lenny Fournette. So, but just we'll be, just because of worse, they get A plus. There were what? Yeah. two There were two or three tackles taken before him. Oh so. yeah, like Andrew Thomas. Andrew Thomas. Jedrick Wills was worth it though. He was. Yeah, also no, Wills really was good. great too. Yeah. Wills was great. But Andrew Thomas was awful. Hey Richie, he was What's up, awful. Richie? Now you're listening. He was terrible. Um, so yeah, the Bucks get an A plus from me. That just, me I mean, that's if they didn't have that draft class, you they might not win the Super Bowl. So oh yeah, no, you don't have someone protecting Brady like that. All it takes is one big hit. He's injured. You got Blaine Gabbert. Nah, that ain't yeah, it. Exactly. That ain't it. Next up is the Bengals, who I think was the only draft class that was better than the Bucks. A plus. Obviously, the number one ranked draft on PFF, but it's the number one ranked draft in anyone who watches football's mind. So like, come on. Joe Burrow's the first pick in the draft. I know he got injured, but oh my gosh! I know, and it's and when it's, he was playing. What we saw from him, crazy. And you look at first round draft pick quarterbacks; they're historically, honestly, not great. 
And they hit Burrow. Me and Donnie before season were like, we don't think Burrow's going to be that good. Yeah, we, we both said, like, we don't know if he's going to be good. And we he was thought fine. He was gonna be like We thought he was going to be average. And then, like, we thought, yeah, I mean, E.T. did very, very well. And he's a great quarterback. And then, obviously, T. Higgins, wide receiver, very, very good. He led their team in receiving yeah. yards. And then Logan Wilson at linebacker, I like him a lot. He only got 343 snaps while, like, Joe Burrow got 710 and T. Higgins got 806. So we get a lot less playing time. But when he was in the mix, he was actually making plays. So I kind of like that for the future. I think they're doing the rebuild great. I think they're doing it right. They this season, off season, they gotta get rid of AJ Green. They gotta get rid of Geno Atkins. Try to gotta, draft Penny Sewell. Yep, yeah, they gotta get rid of all the guys who are just sucking down the cap and mm-hmm. just get it, get him out. And yeah, I think that I think the sure. Bengals will be good. I think they gotta fire Zach Taylor. But after that, I think the I think they'll be good. Yeah. And then the last one are my Miami Dolphins, who they had three first round picks and is. Uh, it was ugly. I think it could be good, though. But I think the thing about the Dolphins is, out of every team that drafted, I think their rookies played the most out of everyone. They got the most snaps. I mean, you look at Tua. Obviously, he played. Austin Jackson, the offensive tackle, he was injured, but he played a lot. Their cornerback, Noah, I'm not even, Igbenogany, I think that's how you pronounce it. He was not good, but he. I think he's the youngest player in the NFL right now, so he has upside. They had Robert Hunt, who played. Raekwon Davis played. Solomon Kinley out of Georgia, he played. They had, I mean, all of their, like, they had 10, 12 draft picks, and I think, like, 75% of them played a lot, which usually doesn't happen. So I think they will develop, but right now it's not good. It's like a C minus, D plus, probably. Yeah, I'm going to give it, like, a, probably, like, a D, but mm-hmm. that's for now. Because, like, I feel like, yeah, with three first-rounders, it's like you almost, like, if you're, if those... Players aren't good in, like, five years, less, like, two, three years. That's, like, a pretty bad look. Mm-hmm. But they have time. Like, two obviously has time. I feel like people give them a lot of hate early on. I don't – I mean, I have my opinions about him, but I don't know if he's going to be the guy for the franchise or not. And you, you, there's no way to tell. Yeah, there's you can't things tell. you There's, again, there's, like, Tua didn't play well, but he didn't have anything to throw to. So – you look at it and you're like, there's ups and downs. So I think this season they're gonna get him weapons, and if he's not good, he's not good. So yeah. I don't know. Deshaun Watson to the Finns? Question mark. Yeah, well, guess we'll never know until right. like a couple weeks. Yeah, Maybe. I. I mean, they don't even sound like they're gonna trade him, but that would be yeah. cool if we got Deshaun Watson. I would get a jersey. Very cool. Oh, yeah, it'd be sick. Finns Deshaun jersey. So that's the end of my segment. Is there one more? Um, what, what are we on for time right now? We're at 30 minutes right now. All right, you want to do a, I don't know. Freestyle? Yeah, we freestyle. What should we, I have a good one. How about we, I'm going to spin a wheel for a team. Okay, okay. And for the team, you have to say what you would do this off season for the team. Okay. So mm. this could be really easy or really mm. difficult. So we'll see. Sounds like a plan, brother. And it is spinning. You are going to get a whap. Have fun, bro. New Orleans Saints, brother. New Orleans Saints? Yeah. Um, There, I'm going to check. I'm packing my bags and quitting my job (laughs) and then working for a team that can win in the next 20 years. Nah, for real, though, I'm probably just going to completely trash the team, honestly. Like, Drew Brees. I just want to say the Saints have minus $69 million in cap space right now. I'm like. Let's assume that Drew Brees retires. Yeah. So, Drew Brees retiring, I'm like drafting anyone, literally anyone. And then 
<laughs> and then cutting, like, basically people who are taking up fat cap and just making a completely new team. Like, literally, Cam Jordan might have to go. Yeah, you let you have to let everyone who's a free agent Cam go. Jordan might have to go, too. Whether it's, like, a trade or I cut him, he's going to have to go. But, yeah, I don't really know what I'd do with that. I, I, I would honestly just say, like, what I said in the beginning. Like, literally, I don't know. I probably... I, I got would, you I right here. I wouldn't know until five years from now. I got honest. you right now. They're free agents. Jared Cook, you gotta go. Yeah. He's making. He's making. He wants seven million. No. I'm cutting. Gotta him. go. I'm cutting. Nick Eason, the guard. You're good. You gotta go. Five million. That's way too much. Your defensive tackle making three million. Sheldon Rankins. You gotta go. Marcus yeah, Williams, who's a really good safety. He's a free agent. He's gonna make a lot of money on the market. His market value is gonna be up. He's gotta go. I mean, you can't. We're gonna be trash, but doesn't gonna, matter. The only person the I think you GM. should re-sign is Jameis Winston, I think. I think he should be your quarterback for the future because no one else Yeah, is. Jameis is working right now. I've seen him on Instagram. Mm-hmm. But I, I would still draft a rookie in case, you know, to back him up, sit behind Winston. You know, Winston, like, he's not, like, nasty, but he could teach a young guy a little bit. He's still young himself. You know, he's not that old. The Saints are going to pick 28th in the draft, too. Yeah, so, so I mean, that's like maybe Kyle Trask at that point, but you're yeah. gonna have to cut a lot of guys and let yeah. a lot of a lot of people go. I think the only guy you re-sign again is Jameis Winston. You're gonna have to reconstruct your Drew Brees contract because he's still making money. I'm literally cutting. Yeah, I'm not. cutting everyone. I'm cutting everyone. You have to. I would cut Cameron Jordan. Me too. Uh, who I'm else? Dra- who I'm else dra- is dra- making everyone? Who else? Who else is gonna make a lot of money for the Saints? Probably. I mean, you got. I think MTS you got to keep some yeah, I honestly I wouldn't my I could see them actually in real life trading Michael Thomas. Maybe trading him, but I think I'm gonna keep. I'm, if I'm the Saints, I'm I'm keeping him. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll do we'll do one more anyway. Saints, good luck, bro. If you're a Saints fan, have fun, brother. You have been good and choked in the playoffs for the past like five years. Next one, we'll do one more. We're at 33 right now. Um, ooh, we literally went from a terrible one to a super fun one. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Drafting Lawrence. Mm-hmm. That's the very first thing I do. Murray, they have another first Murray round Murray pick. Murray They have another first round pick late. I'm drafting my weapon. I'm drafting. I'm or drafting. A I'm or I'm. I might even draft Etn or uh, Harris, the running back. They don't have. Oh no, they have James Robinson. James I'm Robinson. tripping. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Never mind. James Robinson. I would take. Yeah, if Bateman's there. I would take him. He's yeah. really good. And he needs a weapon. Mm-hmm. A weapon or a lineman. I would take. I would easily take a tackle to protect them, and then he already has nice receivers, bro. You got DJ, you know, he's good. James Robinson, great running back. Gotta work I mean, on that defense still, though. Probably draft a linebacker again. They don't have a ton of people to re-sign too. I mean, they have Keelan Cole. I would bring back. I would bring back. They have this interior D lineman who's apparently gonna make a lot of money. Avery Jones, if he's good, I would. Oh bring yeah, he's back. good. Yeah. Mike Glennon, you can go get out of here. Yeah, Mike Glennon. Um, honestly, yeah, Cam Robinson, the left tackle. I don't know if you're good or not. And then DJ Hayden, their cornerback, I would keep. I think they should. They have CJ Henderson, who's a good cornerback. I think they should draft a linebacker. Joe Schobert isn't good. So I think I think they should sign a linebacker. I think they should sign someone on their defense. And I think Urban Meyer can get a lot out of Trevor Lawrence. Easily. Trevor Lawrence, I mean, he was doing nasty at that, like, pro day thing. Yeah, so I, th- I think the Jaguars are really fun. They have the most cap space, too. So, Urban Meyer can go stupid, bro. He, this is the only reason why I came back is because he saw this situation. He's like, I could not have picked a better situation to come into the NFL in. So, he, I think he's going to flourish. Trevor Lawrence is going to flourish. 
I, I they could honestly make the playoffs. I wouldn't that division. The Texans are going to be awful. They might be the worst team in the league Trash. next year, especially Trash. even if the Deshaun traded or sits out. We're, they should trade him instead because he's not going to play with like the terrible organization that they are. And then who else is in that division? Titans and Colts, right? So it's going to be hard for them to make it as a wild card. I think they I think they go. Seven, nine, eight, and eight. I think they're way you know, better. The, the Jags, they're not looking. They're definitely to, they're not looking to like make the playoffs this <laughs> yeah. year. I don't think, but they know they have to rebuild. In like two or three years, they're gonna be winning that division probably, or at least getting a wild card. Like Trevor Lawrence is the type of guy where he only needs like a, one or two years, and he's already like at in his prime almost. Yeah. He'll be good. He'll be like he, like his prime will be probably from like twenty four to like thirty five. All right, I think that is the end of the episode. Yeah, that was a good episode. That was a good ending. I like the second um, at the end. Yeah, that was nice. That was a little improvising. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that was episode three of Pro Reads. As always, follow the socials. You know, they'll be in the description if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening on Spotify. You can go to official underscore pro underscore reads on Instagram or at Pro Reads on TikTok if you want to go on TikTok. If indeed. If you're a big TikTok guy. Yeah, so we'll have clips there. So again, thank you for watching. This is episode three. We're gonna keep trying to bang these out. You know, Sunday is the day. Sunday is the day. Hopefully they end it. Hopefully something happens this week that we can talk about. So thank you for listening or watching whatever you did, and um, yeah, thank you. That's all, folks.